Welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. We've been waiting a week. We're back for Temptation Island Season 3, Episode 3. Now, where would you like to start today? Um, well, it started with the fire pit, didn't it? We got the back end of... We only saw two girls' videos of their boyfriends last week, didn't we? And we had uh, Kristen and Erin's videos, which... I think they did the right thing because they were. It was a bit tamer this episode for me, Dave. Kristen, yeah, she was. She saw the video of Julian. It, nothing happened. I mean, he was about to get a lap dance, but she did say, which I thought was quite good. It stops. I don't know what to think. You know, I, I can't see anymore. And he he was very thinking Mark Wahlberg saying that this is just a snippet, guys. There's no context before. There's no context at the end. They've never really done that, Dave. He's quite clever mm. the way he's done that this time. But yeah, I, I think Kristen and Erin, I mean, Erin's just a fucking wreck. I don't know what, I don't know whether she's cheated on uh, Corey or what, but she, she seems really guilty about something. Yeah. I, 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 well, going back to Kristen, right? So the thing I found interesting from that didn't really show a lot. We know, we saw the actual clip. And he backed away so far, he fell off the chair, didn't he? You know, that was what happened <laughs> yeah. next. Whereas she's, yeah. she doesn't see that. She just sees that and it's like, well, does he grab her ass? Does he, you know, what actually happens there? So I, I thought her reaction was quite measured. But the most interesting thing I've thought was she said he's, he's not just cheated once, he's cheated twice. And she's yes. still, yeah. yeah, she's still carrying on with it. And like, Fair play to Mark Wahlberg. He, he does call her out and says, you know, I think you're pretty comfortable. So are you going to actually step out your shell and, and make yourself uncomfortable? So, you know, she said she's working on it, but that was a bit of a revelation, wasn't it? It's like, mm. look, you know what? <laughs> You've caught him twice as well. You know, how, how yeah. many times is it really? So, yeah. I, yes, very good point. Yeah, I, I just think... He, he might actually play a good game in this, uh, in Temptation Island, maybe. Um, you know, if he's trying to prove a point, but fuck, man, if someone's cheated on you twice, she should just fucking wake up and, and smell the coffee, really. Yeah, she should. And, and like, I think that, you know what, it's not even crossed my mind that, Dave. He's done probably half a dozen relationships behind her back then, hasn't he? Like, like, I know we're, we're, we're guessing here completely, but, or I'm guessing, but you're right. How many has he not been caught? doing yeah. so i think he's a bit of a serial cheat been together 11 years is he doing what happened in the first is the temptation island is he cheating on her because he doesn't want to be with her and he wants to try and give her reason to split up i don't know i honestly don't. i mean she mentioned about the family's being really close and stuff like that and i'm thinking well i'm surely her family you know the first one nobody likes being cheated on it it would probably be awful for her, but the fact that he's done it twice and the families are still close, but how would how must they feel about? It? They always think he's a right dick, you know. Really strange. Mm, yeah, so it, it's going to be a difficult one, isn't it, to untangle? But yeah, I I think what did what did I put these as a three out of ten? I think I, I think these have just gone down a notch. So even <laughs> if even if he's a perfect gent in this whole series i think at some point she's got to wake up hasn't she you know she's probably never 
been told those home truths. You know, she's in an environment where people will tell her the truth here. Whereas at home, especially if they, all their families are so close, they're, they're not interested, are they? You know, they, they no. just want to see the happy couple. You know, when are you getting married? When are you having babies? All those kind of conversations. So, yeah, I'm, I, I'll stick with my initial prediction of three out of ten. I was wobbling a bit after we did that recording because obviously they've been together for 11 years and that does count for quite a lot. But, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with my three out of ten. You mentioned about Erin as well. I, I really think we'd seen the, you know, from episode one to episode two, and then episode three just carried on from where two left off. I think she's realizing the problems her, you know, she's been very, very uncomfortable, you know, and she realizes that she's, um, you know, she's been giving Corey a hard time when actually the, the problem is really her, you know, she's just reflecting off those negative feelings onto Corey. And the reason I could say that, you know, I, I'm not guessing at what, what's happened there. You get pretty much the same story from both Corey and Erin, don't you? They both, you know, when they're talking to other people, it's the same narrative that, you know, Erin's giving him this hard time. She's she's thinking that the grass is always greener. And she's realizing now, you know what? He's, he's not such a bad old bloke after all, <laughs> but it might yeah. be too late. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. And I, I, I didn't, I, when I was talking before, I wasn't talking about Kristen, sorry, I meant Erin, as in, I think Erin's got a really guilty conscience. Yeah. Something's gone on there because if you're completely taking the blame for your relationship, that's not usually a, a good sign that, that, that for me, I might be wrong, and we don't know any, anything that's happened. It's not been mentioned like it has with Kristen and Julian about his, his fidelity, infidelity, but Erin to me just seems too guilty. And I honestly think that she's done something along the lines. And and but what I will be, I will say there, because we got called out by our good friend Terrence. And and obviously he, he did say you have been married for too long because you stuck up for all the girls, right? So <laughs> I'd not realized and I had to go back and listen to it. So fair enough, Terrence. Yeah, yeah. All right. I I, I get you. However, I'm still sticking to a couple of the, the things, but I do think Erin is the villain of that relationship. You know, Julian, there's no excuse. He's cheated on her twice. He said it was five years previous. Fine, but he's still cheated on her. And, and that's not, you know, there's always going to be insecurity there. And, and, and does she really trust him? But with Erin, there's something she's not telling us, Dave. There really isn't. And, and she's really attracted to these athletic guys, isn't she? Really is. These, I, mean, I mean, Corey's not, it's not like he's out of shape or anything, Dave, but she really has a thing. I think it's the, the fact that they have so much in common and she really seems to appreciate somebody who has that set of rules and, and that uh, deadline and diary every single day to do, don't they? They have certain goals they have to hit. And I don't think Corey understands that. And that's where I think his insecurity comes. Yeah. And we were talking, weren't we? You we were saying about a professional, you know, was she actually a professional soccer player and, I, I looked it up and she's she's like a college level player. So I know they have the college system, you know, in the US. So it's slightly different from over here. Um, but again, I, I don't I don't really see that she's stepping up to LA Galaxy or anything. So, um, but I do think she's got this thing. She's hung up about, you know, dating an athlete. And then when we get the boys around the fire pit as well, Corey pretty much says, doesn't he? He's, he's worried about a date and a professional athlete. She knows that she's done that in the past. Um, 
you know, in episode one, she was talking about, you know, being away and all these parties and everything. And she's very outgoing and, you know, Corey's not that. And I, I don't know, I'm not going to accuse her of cheating with, for something that we haven't seen on the show. Um, but you can see where A goes to B sometimes, doesn't it? Sometimes it's Occam's razor. It's the, it's the most straightforward. Uh, the simplest answer is the right one. But um, no, and, and to the point about giving the blokes all the hard time, I, I think out of the four relationships, I think it's half and half. I can see the the main issue um, with Corey and Erin being Erin, to be honest. You know, it's, it seems yeah. like it's her driving all of this. With Chelsea and Tom, I'm not a particularly big fan of Tom, but I think it's mostly Chelsea, and I'm sure we'll come back to her um, in this episode as well. I think it's her insecurities driving a lot of the uh, issues in that relationship. Whereas I think Kendall and, uh, you know, Julian, I think Kendall will be the first one to go on the show. And we know Julian's had previous. So, yeah, it's half and half for me. Yeah, I, th- I think so. And, and like you say, going onto the guy's fire pit, it wasn't really anything, was the days? There was no, like... like when the girls had watched the guys' stuff, it was a bit risque, wasn't it? The, the, the actual girls who were there to tempt him, there was a good bit of chat, good bit of flow, especially Kendall. Kendall's the one who, who stuck out more than anything. I think Tom's... I'm not sure the validity of what Tom's saying. However, I do think that Chelsea tonight may have shown a hand and I, I may have jumped in a bit too early on Tom. I don't really like him. I don't trust the guy. I think he's a bit more sneaky than what he's putting on and that narrative of her being insecure. But some of her actions tonight are just like that. She, she wants somebody to sit there all night rubbing her feet or using them as a fucking puffet when they're on all fours, because she literally wants the attention from the minute they get up to the minute they go to bed, Dave. And I don't think that's healthy in a relationship. No, no, not at all. But um, what, what, what did you think? So sticking on Chelsea and Tom then, what did you think of his kind of, you know, his little clip around the fire pit, um, you know, and he's saying he saw the clip where um, she's talking to Blake and, you know, they're talking about having the same hobbies like um, snowboarding and was it snorkeling or something? Scuba yeah. diving, I think it was, wasn't it? And Tom's like, yeah, yeah, it seems like she's developing a connection, but between us, there's no emotional void. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's like, well, you're not here if there's no void, are you? <laughs> and yeah. he seems to be in complete denial, to be honest. What, what do you reckon to how Tom kind of reacted there? I can say, Dave, not a big fan of Tom's. And and again, he just seems to think that because he has to do this networking thing, she, she's really hung up on his flirting and, and really is. And I don't like... I must admit, Dave, so, so let me talk about Tom. So Tom, I think he's a snake. I think he has probably done stuff behind the back or, or he's got maybe he has flirted. We don't know. This is just my opinion. Terrence, don't come after me, please. Uh, <laughs> but this is just my opinion. However, she tonight for me was like, no, if she's like that on this show and she's an emotional wreck, what is she like in real life? Is she is she stalking him on social media? Is she checking his phone? Is she, you know what I mean? Is she checking his work appointments? I don't know. There, there seems to be some real insecurity for her. And I think tonight, I don't necessarily sway towards Tom, but she really kicked herself in the in the teeth for me tonight because I genuinely thought that's too much. If that was me, that's just too much, Dave. We all get insecure, we've all got jealous, but she really has there's something not right there. 
Well, so the tell for me, and, and I had this opinion before this episode that, that she was the, the kind of needy one and the one who's driving that negative behavior through her own insecurities was the fact that she's developing this thing with Blake, even though there's some red flags with Blake, I have to say. Yep. So even though she's got those, she's still wanting to take him on the second date and everything. But then she's moaning to Erin near the end of the episode that, um, you know, basically he should be here for me and he's busy off, you know, uh, being everyone else's shoulder to cry on. And, you know, he's doing the same as Tom did. And so I'm kind of thinking if you're taking two completely different people and you're saying it's exactly the same. Guess what, Chelsea? The problem is not them. <laughs> it's you. Yeah, I agree. I don't believe it. Exactly the same problem has followed me. <laughs> again, it's one of them people again. You, you know what, though, Dave? I, and I'm glad you put up about Blake. He's a blagger. He, yeah. he, all I'm waiting for him to say, Dave, is the classic line that we've seen in The Bachelor and Bachelorette is, I just want you to be happy. Fuck off. He's coming there. I'm like a father figure to all of them. I like to feel as if I'm the, the dad of the family. Why? You've been in there two days, you dick. Nobody cares about you, other than the fact that you're trying to put it on Chelsea. What sort of conversation is that, Dave, when you're in a house like that? It's like, oh, come on, mate. You're trying to make yourself look like the ultimate nice guy. And in the end, Chelsea, he fucking started crying over him. She's like, I don't know. I just don't feel, I want to say, I just, I don't feel happy or something she said and and, I'm, and that was about Blake and I'm like he was just saying the typical reality show DNA stuff to come in and try and swoop the other girl away it was yeah. classic Love Island Bachelor <laughs> exactly the sort of thing I've seen over and over before do you reckon Blake puts like polish on his beard or something well, Dave, if she swaps Tom for Blake, I don't think she's going to see much difference of black hair dye on the fucking pillar, do you? Tom's it is he's not remarkably a black, isn't it? His beard. Yeah. It, it's just, yeah. I can't take my eyes off it. I'm like, if you put the old, you know, Grecian 2000 on it to make sure it's really, really black, I, I it doesn't look quite right to me. Now, it might be the colouring on my TV or something, but... No, it's uh, it's a bit odd. And I tell you what, so I know we're jumping around a bit. I, w I will just say, so so finishing off the fire pit bit, Kendall just doesn't seem asked at all what Erica's no. doing. Um, he, he's not there to save his relationship. So watch this space there. But with, uh, so I'm going to fast forward to the conversation. So we called out Evan, you know, as being a bit of a tool in the last episode. You know, he had the whole... Um, argument pretty much with Kristen about you know it's night one and you know what's she here for you know she's not opening up it's like look I've been here for at least two hours and you've not jumped into bed with me what the fuck are you here for um <laughs> but he kind of held court with the girls and I found that conversation really fucking weird again because he's sort of half apologizing but to me he has this tremendous sense of entitlement you know, it's like, it's like, we're all the singles, you're all the couples and you know, you, you as the girls are here for us, you know, so come on, lighten up, have a party and stuff. And I just thought, <laughs> I, I just found it very, very weird. And it got more weird when they're trying to press him about, well, who's told you what, you know, and, and Blake literally comes and sits down and then Evan says, oh, Dr. Blake told told him that the girls feel about him a certain way. And I'm like, 
this is just fucking weird. And then that's where you're seeing, you know, Blake's mask, his persona start to be exposed straight away. You know, he's just a, he's just a fucking lad, isn't he? You know, he's yeah. just giving it all the, all the chat to the boys and that about what he's going to do probably. And I, I just think I, I that conversation was really interesting. And then Blake's like, oh, no, let's not cause drama. And the girl's like, what drama? What are you talking about? So, again, I think Evan was trying to smooth things over. I don't think he did. But in the meantime, <laughs> he's sort of thrown Blake under the bus as well. <laughs> well, Dave, after watching fucking Bachelor for the last few weeks, nothing surprises me. It's just <laughs> typical of trying to enhance himself in the villa. And, and I think... What what I find weird about that uh, dynamics of the of the guys who were trying to tempt the girls, I've not really seen any of them seem. They don't seem genuine to me at all. I, I, I don't see anybody who stood out as being genuinely into them, other than the fact that they're just because them two lads in the fucking diary room when they were going, they were saying to, I don't know which girl it was saying, well, if you're and the right is what we said last week is, if you're in a steady relationship, oh, it was Chelsea thing, and she said. Well, he had to persuade me to come on the show. And he's like, well, if you're in a relationship or you're solid, why would you bring yourself on a TV show to be tempted by a load of guys? And that's true. We were joking about it, weren't we, saying, how has that happened? It's obvious that we've even um, questioned the validity. Are Chelsea and Tom even in a relationship? And they're just actors and actresses. I'd I'd probably sway towards them more than the others because the Erin and Corey thing is ridiculous. And speaking of Corey, Dave, if you don't mind... um, he picked Amanda, and I missed all that stuff with Nicole. Fucking hell. She's a fucking... <laughs> she's crazy, her, Dave. I'm sorry. I, I, I couldn't work out... She, she went from, like, one to 100, and, and I was thinking, hang on a minute. what? I, 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 I rewound it. I'm like, I've missed some of it. He literally said... It wasn't like he, he singled her out nastily. He said a comment, didn't he, that she's a bit hot and heavy, sort of, yeah. as in she's just too full on. That's it. He doesn't want that. She picked Amanda and she went, you just do, I'm really into it when I fall in love. And I'm like, wow, you've been here two days. What is going on? You know what, Chris? I think if I was there, Homer Simpson backing into the hedge would be coming out. (laughs) Because it's like, fucking hell. I I don't think, from the other seasons, I can't recall someone going completely over the top like this. Actually, it wasn't. The guy in season two had the threesome. One of the girls, the the girl who kind of stepped in to make the three, she seemed a little bit, you know, full on from from the word go. And obviously, Corey had taken Nicole for for the first date. But again, it's this like single sense of entitlement that, you know... Well, we've been on a date. I thought we were a couple now. <laughs> you know? yeah. Now, to be fair, if if you're an expert game player, I guess you would say, if it was Love Island, you'd probably go and have a have a chat with your existing part, the person who you coupled up with and you know shared a bed with. You probably have that come, or you may have that conversation first to to try and you know avoid any drama down the line. I, I think Corey's a bit more green than that, though, isn't he? He's a bit bit more naive he's he's just he's not there he's in his head he's still coupled up with Erin so you know he's going to meet other people that's the start middle and end of it and she's talking about being in love with him and it's like fucking hell (laughs) we've not got any bunnies (laughs) 
John Wayne Bobbitt him, Dave. Oh, hell. Hell, yeah. I'm so telling you. That was, uh, that was from left field. That. And, and the, I can't remember who she was talking to now in the kitchen, but you can see Corey is about five foot away or something. So he's right there and she's shouting about like how uh, she's been dissed kind of thing and being made to look dumb. It's just like, oof. You, you, you might have just dodged a bullet there, <laughs> you know, because yeah. we talk about the couples and their motivation to come on the show. I, I think, I, I don't know what some of the singles, I, I think half the guys are just there to get their end away, quite honestly. Um, yeah. You know, and, and actually, I think probably half the girls are as well. We'll come on to uh, uh, Kendall's blonde girl, whose name I can't remember. But, yeah. um, I, I don't know. I, I just think he's probably going to steer clear of uh, Nicole from now on. Yeah, I agree, Dave. You just got a brilliant TV, but just ridiculous. But I will That's say, great. Dave, <laughs> you're talking about, can we talk about Kendall again? Because yeah. I've said all along, he, he don't give a, like you said before, he don't give a fuck about Erica. He's definitely cheated on her. Um, and, Look, I know Terrence called us out, but come on, Terrence, you've got to say this guy is—he's a—he's definitely a player. He's not well. If he's not a player, he just doesn't care about that relationship, and he wants out. Basically, he may never have cheated on it, right? So I could be wrong there, but he genuinely has just gone there to have a party. He tells the girl, "There's no rules. I'm not going to let it ruin my experience." You can see the the chemistry between them, Dave. She's not holding back one bit. She definitely wants a piece of Kendall. And obviously by the end of the episode, they share a little kiss, don't they? Yeah. Literally in the bedroom. That's not, that's going to carry on that. I'm, I mean, she is really into him. And he's, and look, if his relationship with Erica is wrong, and, you know, the, and like I say, the motives for coming on a show like this, if, if two and a half years together is just ridiculous if you're going to do that. But... I think it's hard to, he's got to have some respect for Erica because so, she's going to watch this back and be like, what the hell? I've not seen much from her and she went on a date, didn't she? But I, I wouldn't, on the boat date, but I wouldn't say with her that I've seen anything bad. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like she's made no, to feel no. good and, and all that. But Kendall for me is a classic. He don't give a fuck, Dave. He's great to watch, but he just, he's not wanting her. I don't think he's going to want Erica back at the moment. No, I, I think it's pretty obvious. And and I wasn't sure because we're watching this, you know, week by week. I wasn't sure what, what is the kind of time period. But someone said uh, earlier on the episode, like it's day two. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh come God. on. Fucking hell, this is full on for day two. Um, you know what, Chris? I, I Every time Kendall pops up on the screen, though, I'm dying for some Kendall mint cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that as well isn't it? it's lovely isn't it so to our american listeners kendall is a place up in the lake district so it's a place where people go walking and you know canoeing rock climbing all that sort of stuff a uh, beautiful part of of england and uh the, kendall has this particular mint cake so it's like uh it's minty isn't it with chocolate all around it Really, really nice. But anyway, anyway, Kendall, the person, <laughs> not the not the mint cake that I'm currently craving. Yeah, he, he's just he's trying to play it cool, isn't he? And then that's that's making her, you know, a bit more hot and heavy. She's saying about how she's got this uh, sexual energy when she's around him, and and when the credits 
rolled tonight. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. You, we we, we want to know what's happening there because they're doing this kind of standoff thing, aren't they? They, they, they both just want to hop into the bed. I, I do have to say, it kind of reminded me of being back at university. It's de- that was definitely Kendall's room, wasn't it? <laughs> you know, the yeah. bed's not yeah. fucking made. He's left his iron out there and everything. <laughs> so uh, it just made me laugh. But Can, yeah. can I just it, say... Go on. Sorry, Dave. I just got across here. Can I just say though, as well, is when you when you're watching this unfold and all this this stuff, I I'm like, if that was me doing that, you know, and I'm bloody married and stuff. But if you're in a relationship like that, you think he's got to be in your head. What you're not going to get away with it, are you? Whatever you do on these shows, these cameras everywhere. What what do they think the process is? This is where I think a lot of these couples are set up, Dave. I think there's only yeah. one Julian and Kristen, and I'm even not sure they they were even together when they came into this show. I think um, from what I've read, they, they, they were saying that they weren't really together as such. So I don't know. I don't know the village, but I don't. Think they don't give a shit. There's got to be a screening process to get them in there. I think the great move, though, is the alcohol, isn't it? You know, you can tell a lot of them <laughs> yeah. are slurring their words and stuff. And so they're getting quite drunk, a lot of them. And like when yeah. Kendall's just, you know, he's sort of laying on the bed there and he's he's reaching out with his foot to kind of rub her ankles a little bit with his foot. And it's like, you know, they're all because because they're, you know, just on that flirty level, but they're taking it up a little a little notch, having a little bit of a kiss. It's like, you know, unless something worse happens, you know, in, in the day, the next fire pit, that's great material right there. You, you don't even have to do anything else. All you have to do, give her a snog, got hands right on her ass. <laughs> that's enough yeah. to send Erica over the edge. Uh, she doesn't need to see any more than that. And of course, you know, because the devious bastards, they they say, oh, well, stuff happened after this as well, but you're not going to see it. You know, she's going to think the worst anyway. We're thinking the worst, aren't we? And, and even if nothing happens on this particular night, we know episode four next week is going to go to the next level, isn't it? It is, and that's a great point, Dave, because <laughs> they're not going to show Kendall and the blonde girl talking to each other and just having a chat about the relationship, aren't they, Dave? And then admit the fact that he put his hands on her ass and then they had a snog. That's, you know, a hundred... And to be fair, it might tip Erica over the head so, Dave, and she might go, right, well, fuck it, all bets are off. I'm going for it with someone. You might see her do a complete 180 next week. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen that before, haven't we, on the season? Yeah. Where it's like, right, the reins are off. And then I keep thinking back to the ginger guy who's on the, the last season who was like, yeah, I wouldn't be bothered if we split up and ends up like a blubbering wreck by the end of the season. <laughs> oh, what about, you know, I keep thinking about him with the the the, um, the wig on Singletown, the ginger lad who thought he was God's gift. And then... Oh, God, she, yeah. She, 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 yes. Yes. It's the other guy, yeah, the 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 guy from Birmingham. Yeah, she he, he come in there, that. yeah, and then he ended up crying and wanted her back, and she was like, "Now, nah, mate, see ya." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's ex- you're right. It's exactly the same scenario, isn't it? It's like I'm God's gift, you know, everything is on my terms, and then as soon as they find out, actually, it's not, they just do a complete one eighty. So, yeah, I think, I think Erica will, but I don't see. She's not going to go from day two to day. She's not going to see that, and then the next day, you know, start exploring a relationship with someone. But I think it might happen over a, a few weeks as as we see it. 
Chris, let's talk about Tom. Chris. <laughs> so again, from the first moment we've seen them, even from the previews, they're, they're this bickering couple, Tom and Chelsea. He goes to the fire pit. You know, he's talking about they've got this. Uh, there's no emotional void. You know, they connect on a very deep emotional level. And then obviously it's editing, but he seems to take a shine to the Latina girl who I'm afraid name I, I don't actually know. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> he's sort of sat there. He's got this big shit-eating grin on his face. She's there with a bra top that barely covers her breasts, Chris. They're hanging out all over the place. And he's like, yeah, well, you're totally my type. <laughs> like, again, I'm thinking... He sort of gets a lily, doesn't he? He puts her in her hair and, you know, he's taking flirting to the, you know, to the extreme, isn't he? Well, not, not the extreme, but he's he's knocking it up a notch. And I'm thinking again, Tom, if you're serious about this, you know exactly that. You don't have to show anything else, right? Just show at the fire pit the footage of you saying, you're my type, putting a lily in her hair. That's it. And Chelsea will go yeah. fucking off the ledge. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He, he um, and I don't want what her name is either, Dave, because she's the one who gives the proper catwalk, walk, diva walk, didn't she? And yeah. Stuff yeah. At the start. yeah. So, so he said to her, and she gave him a peck on the cheek, and, and she's like, oh, you deserve that. And I, I was thinking they were going to go for it at one point. I thought, and, and that's exactly what they're going to do. So, Chelsea, Dave, and she is going to go fucking nuclear next week. When she sees <laughs> that, she's going to go mental. I think the, the, there's probably another week's worth there. This is more of a cute thing. I'm not honestly, I, I'm not buying the fact that this Latina girl is into Tom. But if you need to stay on the show, if you're a single on this show and you're not going to get voted off, you have to create connections with someone. So, yeah, you do. I, yeah I, I think that's more of a tactical play that. Um, and yeah. I... I yeah, I don't I don't really see anything else. But like I say, oh, it's fucking great TV, Chris. I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, he's been good. I just want to talk about one last couple, Dave. Erin and Shaquille. Shaquille made a great play with Erin. The, the great bit of chemistry between them. Yeah. And he even said, didn't he? I'm just gonna swoop in there and, and basically do everything that a boyfriend isn't. And and he was he seems like to be fair, he seems like a really nice guy. And there was a connection there between them, definitely. And she was really excited about the date. So that could be where Erin sort of finally says, look, this is it. This is the end of it. I don't know. I'm, I'm completely jumping from one to 100 there. But I did see a nice connection between them. Yeah. No, there had some good conversations, didn't they? It was better than when she went on a date. Because when she went on a date with that ex-footballer, it was just all about, you know, playing football and stuff and it, it just seemed like a very dull one-note conversation whereas yeah. these two do, do seem to have a genuine connection there um I, and again it's weird how she's so remorseful at the fire pit and then the next day she's like really trying to create this connection with uh Shaquille so it'd be interesting where where that one goes I have to say you know there's there's no one out of shape on this show but I think Shaquille and Jesse are fucking built like Adonis's, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know he's a PT, so that's essentially what he does for a living. But, uh, yeah, I think you saw them, all, all the guys working out, you know, making sure they're looking good for the camera and everything. So, yeah, I, I think with Shaquille and Erin, it, it's watched this space. I, I could well see that 
she's going to go there. I think the stuff we've seen in the first, but more so episode two, is her having a wobble. You know, she she knows something isn't right with her and Corey, but the risk of losing, you know, it's stick or twist time, isn't it? I, yeah. I think the risk of ending up with no one is probably something that, you know, she's feeling quite remorseful potentially about. And, you know, I'm sure she has feelings for Corey. But I think that might just be a bit of a wobble. And I think yeah. if she does have a bit of a strong connection with Shaquille, then I think she'll go as well. We'll have to see as we go forward, Dave. And and you know what I will say, Dave? We mentioned it yesterday as we come to the end of today's show. And we have got a Patreon, guys, if you want to get over there and support myself and Dave. It's patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. And the link's in the show notes. That's if you want to support us. We do appreciate everybody uh, who listens to us, comments, everything. It's been really, really good, guys. And we love it when we get called out like Terrence did last week. And uh, it's all done in jest. He knows that. We know that. It's all fun. It's all good discussion points on there and that's why we, we love your support and if you want to follow us get over to our social media channels at cd reality cast and if you want to email us cd at gmail.com so mr horrocks we've done our bit this week for reality tv i'm now going to rerun probably this tonight with sam and then i'll probably end up watching housewives of new jersey and i've got three <laughs> i've got three reality shows on the go at the moment dave but yeah it's all fun and games and i absolutely love it you need to watch the um uh, that school documentary or or reality thing from my school so we can do it for the bonus episode don't forget that one for our Patreon I won't bonus it, episode. You sent me a link. Yeah, we're going to do it. Don't you worry. <laughs> awesome, oh. mate. Well, unfortunately, it means that we, uh, well, it's a double whammy, really. So we've got to wait a week for the next episode of Temptation Island. And in between now and then, we've got to watch The Bloody Bachelor. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, can't wait for next week. And I'll speak to you then, mate. Okay, mate. Take care. Bye, everyone. Oh my gosh. <laughs>